welcome back to the Football Waffle Podcast with me, Owen. I'm joined as always by Chris and Patrick. How are we guys? I'm good, thank you. Doing okay? Yeah. So we're going to start straight into it with the Premier League. I suppose there's no other place to start for us than Chelsea Tottenham. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Why do you say that? Why do I say that, Chris? You tell me. Chelsea 2, Tottenham 1. Uh, battle between Frank Lampard and Jose Mourinho. For former player of Jose Mourinho's successful squad. That actually brings up something interesting. Yeah. Because that is a dynamic that you see a lot in sports, where when a player transitions to a player to a manager or a coach or anything in that kind of role, they tend to have the advantage over their, their former... What's it? Their former manager, because mm. they know the system, they know how to work, and they know how they use their players. So I mean, yeah, that, if they're a good that coach, definitely has an impact on yeah. it. I'd love to see Gerard against Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, a, that'd be uh, an interesting one. The game, uh, Jose seemed to struggle against against Chelsea's changes and, and that kind of thing. It didn't go well. Struggled to get anything going mm. on either side of the pitch. And I know I said in the last one, you guys were giving me shit because I didn't believe in us at all. And I just said, I did not have not seen anything from any games we've had that convinced me otherwise. And that played out pretty much perfectly well. Yeah, it was just the same as every other week now. And <laughs> we're just, just yeah. long slow, balls to long, no balls, long balls to a short striker in Lucas. Should be the title of JC's autobiography. Yeah. Or the film of this season. Long <laughs> ball central. It, it was a similar thing that went down in the Leipzig game. Obviously, we'll touch on that later. Mm. But it's just, yeah. they don't... There's, sh- no, there's no difference in whatever competition it's in. There's We only yeah. have now one way of playing. It's, it's not... Horrible. I don't believe in this season at all. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. If we can scrape in that fifth spot, and if the band gets uphold, we sneak back in the Champions League next year. I think we'll have a much better go about it. I think Jose just needs time. This to, season just to needs to be written off for him. Wants and to get settled into having the players that he wants, I think we'll start seeing a lot better results. Mm. Right now, he's coming in the middle of the season. In the the squad was left in tatters after the Champions League final. When Pochettino left, it was a mess. Jose inherited pretty much just a dysfunctional squad. And you can only do so much with it. So, Credit Chelsea, though. the uh, Both players that scored, Giroud and Alonso. Alonso only seems to play against us every season. He doesn't play any <laughs> other time. Do. And Giroud, Giroud can't get a hey. look in and would have come to us in January if and, we'd have let him. And for the for Alonso's goal, it was the four players who came into the starting lineup. Yeah, that didn't start the previous game. Mount Barkley. And may the record... They were all involved in scoring that goal. May the record show, before I get embarrassed on the rest of the predictions in this, because I was... I pitched a shutout this week in a bad way. Uh, But I had the score as 2-0, and that would have been the score if not for whatever happened at the end there and these other two benefited from that yeah both me and Chris went with 2-1 I was was confident that if anyone was going to score for Tottenham it would have been a Chelsea player (laughs) so um, (laughs) I feel Uh, pretty good about that one Um, major contention from that game I suppose is the Lo Celso incident yeah how crap crap VAR is once again shocking every week he should have been off the pitch so I don't know how he's gotten away with that. So there were a couple of challenges in there, and um, he's, he's challenged as for quite a once, and then he's gone back in for the second one, and you know landed his in not nice his, fashion. His uh, <laughs> studs on on Cesar's uh, 
on his shin. That's directly the shin. Um, That's bad. The ref didn't have a great line of sight for it, but the fourth no. official might have. And as and Mourinho said, neither did he. <laughs> Mourinho <laughs> you definitely did not see it. Yeah, he couldn't see it. Uh, a foot, he's a foot away from it, so he didn't see it. In front of it. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that was. So Mourinho did. Did anyone see this challenge? VAR saw it about 40 minutes after it happened, I think. Fucking the millions <laughs> of people at home saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that watched the game saw yeah. it. Every armchair referee. Um, yeah. I think it's bad from VAR. I think it's bad. Luck. I don't think they should have told anyone that they decided it was a red card. If they had decided it, they shouldn't then go and tell people that it is, and that's what they thought. Um, I, th- I think that the PGMOL, PGMOL um, decision to say, essentially... This also had nowhere else to put his studs. Was a pretty poor idea. Yeah, yeah it's not point. a good, especially uh, when explanation not, of it. When, especially but, uh, when that's nothing to do with um, the VAR people, because it was no one in the VAR room who said that. Yeah, and they stuck with their they stuck to their guns after it, and they decided that they're not gonna have a look at it, overturn it, and ban Wilson retrospectively. And they didn't do that. I don't know how to feel about that decision. Do you think it's just them? defending their fact because they think hey if we if we go back and admit we've got it wrong it'll look even worse on us yeah I think the whole point of suspending a player though is to teach them a lesson about you know if you do that you can't get away with it and you're going to miss the next game as well as the one you're already competing in yeah, yeah now he's so the, gonna get he's away got with away with it yeah he's got away with one he did he absolutely got away with one so maybe he should be retrospectively banned for that yeah, I don't and, think I don't but think that anyone brings would have up any the question complaints. I'm trying to make. What, do you think it looked better on VAR to be like, "Oh shit, we got this one wrong. We messed up and give these guys more ammunition to be like, "Oh, VAR doesn't do anything." Or do you think it would be better for them I to I think go it's back a lose-lose to, for hey, them. It is yeah. a lose-lose. It's absolutely a lose-lose cuz either way, one side's going to get both sides are going to get ammunition to for their arguments. Yeah. Yeah. Um they are also dominated another Premier League game this weekend, or a couple of other Premier League games. Yeah, it was games. bad. I, I want to touch week. on easily my... I'm handing out my award for VAR Incident of the Year, Burnley-Bournemouth. <laughs> How about that? That's crazy. For anyone who did not see it at home, uh, Bournemouth went down the pitch, scored Harry Wilson, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and then they brought it back. From VAR, not only did they bring it back, but in their own box for that sequence, I forget who it was. Adam Smith. Adam Smith. Adam Smith, handball in his own box, touches, glances off his arm to keep it in play. This is stu- so stupid. <laughs> they bring it back, and they give a penalty to Burnley, and Jay Rodriguez converts, and all of a sudden the game is completely on its head. Yeah. Right decision. That's, uh, yes. Yes, it's the right decision, just... but it's just a wild decision, and you you gotta make that. No, no, not well. Yeah, well, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm stumbling over my words here, but um, uh, yeah, it's the right decision. But like, for me, it's a it it's <laughs> a, a combination of the two VAR calls. So earlier in the game, Philip Billing had. Well, Bournemouth had a goal disallowed because Philip Billing handballed it when it's come off his shoulder. It's far more shoulder than Adam Smith's is, but because they've given that, they have have to to look. They have to give the Adam Smith one, regardless of if it's hit his shoulder or not. It it's probably Adam Smith arm Philip Billing's shoulder. Am I right? Yeah. But because they need to be consistent with it, they've given both. 
Yeah, but is it not shot? It's shoulder down anyway into the handball. So it's, if it has it, it's shoulder. It's below shoulder. It's shoulder, shoulder down, yeah. and they also can, factor in like the, the position that you're in and that kind of thing. Hmm. So again, like it's just the position you're in. If it's an should have been a penalty for him keeping it in play anyway. It's the, one of the stupidest decisions. He could have let it go for a goal kick. Yeah, from and a he's decided. I don't think he particularly meant to do it. I think he just wanted. It looked to... intentional. He, he proper turns his arm to he's, keep he's it in. To he's tried to keep it, it in play. He, tur- he turns his body to control it, and his arm. And there's comes no out way. There's no way arm. he has he just, in his he head. He just misguided it. Misguided it rather. But he just doesn't need to touch the ball. He doesn't need to touch the ball. I think he wanted to like chest it down, almost keep it in play. But, but he that got, just makes he got no sense. Wrong. Yeah. He might have seen that they had something going on the counter, which they obviously did. Well, but yeah, clearly. Um, no, I don't. I can't get on board with that. There's no way he's seen that and thought, "Yeah, we can get a counter here." Mm. When he's literally on his own byline, he wasn't even on the pit, like barely on the pitch when he did it. Yeah, Eddie Howe spoke afterwards about the psychological impact of that. <laughs> you know, you, you think you've equalised and that you're at one-one, and then all yeah. of a sudden, your oh, fans are celebrating. All completely. of a sudden, yeah. it's two-nil, and it's, you have to restart. It's kind of that situation they were talking about in the City Spurs game. It's yeah. something similar to that. Yeah, what if Spurs well, just like, oh, we've scored. End. Oh, no, it's come back for a handball. Oh, my God, what, they've given a penalty the other way? Oh, what, now we're 2 nil down. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But it's an insane situation. When I, when I was talking to my friend about it, I was, I was just saying, if you want to go down the other end and score, don't handball it in your own box. <laughs> yes. There <laughs> you go. That, I think that is... That's what VAR is for. That's... That had to happen, and I'm so glad that did happen because it can show it shows what VAR can do, mm. and it need to happen for people to see like, oh, that can happen, mm. and yeah, just see how people judge, how people handle it, what they think of it, yeah, and yeah. So I was listening to um, another person's view on this, and they brought up the fact that when you on the on the idea of shoulder or arm is sort yeah. of a gray area right when you when you judge an offside you draw a line up to the armpit and go anything beyond that line is is offside because is well, it well, isn't play. offside because it's not a scorable part you can't score with it yeah yeah right so and therefore anything after that line must also be handball right so yeah. then why don't they just do that for handballs or any handballs that are sort of grey areas for the shoulder. That's, That's the point. point they were bringing That's a really up. Good point. Why why not do that, especially for something as close as that? Then you sort of go, okay, Philip Billings was the top of his shoulder, not after. Yeah. His I arm. think it may be because the offside line is it's not something physical. Like, and then you get something like a football come and say it hits you square on the shoulder. You can say, oh well, this part of it touched mm. the like the top of his arm. Oh, but this part touches chest. Absolutely, it's what, about so what I think, part of the ball you you, you yeah. measure as well. Do you go to the center of the ball? Do you just go to the edge of the ball? And again, it's, it's a similar thing with like what happened with Sissoko in the Champions League final, where he hit a bit of his armpit, and they're like, "Oh, well, that's not a handball," but it also hit part of his arm. They're like that is a handball. It's mm. a it's a very gray area. Yeah, massively, and it's another gray area that probably needs cleaning up. Yeah, but if you if to you clean want it, to use how do you clean it? Up? Yeah, if you try and clean it up like that, then it's another case of. You just this this decision has taken two minutes as it is. You've then got another five yeah. minutes where someone's measuring where the ball is, what part of the ball hit his arm. I yeah. think part of life with VAR is it going to be accepting that there are always going to be people who nitpick and have problems with it. They'll always find something new. They'll always find a flaw in it. Yeah. 
So and I think part of no VAR is also that it's going to take some time it's gonna to take come to a decision. Yeah. I think you have to just accept that and start playing how quickly, 10 minutes yeah, at a time. It's how whatever. quickly you can get it thinking. Because they did it in uh, Mets v. Leon the mm. other night. Uh, they brought it back for a penalty for Leon, which Moussa Dembele scored, and it took eight and a half minutes. That is a very long to time. decide it, and like that's just ridiculous. And it's not only that. In the meantime, the players have just stood there for eight minutes. That's a ridiculously Warm long up. time. Yeah, yeah, you've then got to, like throw some. You got to throw some balls on and hope they can. But yeah, I think it's too. There's too many fine tweaks. I think I think it's going to take uh, probably at least next season as well before VAR even hits some sort of decent level. Especially in the Premier League, I think. It's yeah, in, yeah. I think in other European leagues there is less of an issue with it. It's yeah, they've be been using it in Italy and Germany for like a couple of seasons before we had yeah. it. The off season is going to be very tasty for it. Like mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of news, a lot of tweaks. Yeah, know, it be, be how it is in the that. Euros as well. Yeah, yes. have you seen? I mean, speaking about that, have you seen Arsene Wenger's plans for the new for? A, the the change to the offside. Oh yeah, he wants to like flip it over. He wants to move it so that if any part, any goal scoring part of your body is, is in line with the defender, you're onside. Yeah. So you could have the rest of your body offside. Yeah, that seems to make no sense though for strikers that are quick and would yeah. already have a yard of place Absolutely. on the striker. And I think that, I think that if you do that, you're just like I think it's supposed to be like a, they call it a daylight law, whereby all right, he's clearly in line with the player, so he's onside. What if someone's like a fingertip to the back or something? Yeah. You know, then it's you're still getting that millimetre judgment. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't There's really no change. It, it just flips no. it over, but you're, you're still going for tiny measurements. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the other incident with VAR came in the Man City game, yes. which, funny enough, the same guy, David Coote? Yeah. David Coote was the one in charge of VAR at the Chelsea-Tottenham game. He then was spoken to by, I suppose, his bosses at VAR, Stockley Park, who asked him if he actually wanted to do the game because of what had happened, and he said yes, and then he managed to make... haven't managed to be caught up in another controversy with uh, the penalty that was given to City yeah, not for Hamble. That was exactly the same as De Bruyne's in the first half? Very similar. Very similar, yeah. Um... We should mention that David Coote is a referee who's had about 30 games That's experience 33 on the games doing Premier League games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a little bit of experience in the VAR room, I suppose. But there are also those of referees who have more experience than that. Um, and also, I'm interested that the, I don't think there are any retired referees who have come, out, who come back out of retirement to be in the VAR room. Yes, it would make more sense for one another. Because they don't have to run around or anything. They could be a specific VAR referee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Uh, On the Leicester City game, um, never has a match between second and the third not meant that much to anyone. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for Leicester, they are, what, 10 points clear of sixth? And City aren't, aren't. City aren't going to win the league and don't, they don't care, do they? It's, it's it all about the Champions match, League yeah. now for them. It is, it's just another game. It might yeah. as well have been a mid-10th, 11th, and that's it. Yeah. Um, on the on the actual handballs, the first one, De Bruyne is said to have been protecting his face as because he, he's lifted his arms to his face when in the wall for the free kick. Uh, what do we think about that one? I don't think it was that different. 
No. I think if you're going to give one, you've got to give the other. Yeah, so the, so yeah. the other one... It's, it's the same as the Bournemouth situation with... They've given the billing one, so they have kind of have to give the yeah. Smith one. Well, it's well, exactly the same. Yeah. You've given one, you've got to give the other one. Yeah. Uh, for, the, for the other one, the ball's bouncing on the edge of the area. and it's, uh, Absolutely it's fired into him as well. Yeah, it's been smacked into him from a couple of yards away. And he's obviously ducked his head out of the way. And to do that, he's also moved his arms yeah. to keep his balance or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it's just struck his arm. Living up to his name, isn't he, Dennis Pratt? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, elsewhere... He spoke about 10th v 11th. That was Arsenal Everton. It was Arsenal Everton, which is actually a good game. We said it would be a good game, but it was probably it was better than we all predicted. We went for 1 1, 2 2, 1 1. I was very adamant on the 1 1, and boy, (laughs) was I wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're going to do more predictions later, but be careful this Uh, time. (laughs) Don't commit fully, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, No, I actually thought it was going to be. Yeah. Relatively standard 1 1. Yeah, I didn't think no. there'd be as many goals as there was. No. I don't think so either. All of them so quick as well. Calvert Lewin was even 30, 40 seconds. 50, I think 51 seconds. Yeah, and Abamyang scored like 20 seconds after the restart. Yeah, and, and Everton scored right in the last minute of added time yeah. as well, didn't they? I think there was an interesting thing. I don't know who tweeted it, but um, Everton's fourth goal, sorry, no, the fourth goal of the game was scored on 48 minutes and something seconds. And then the fifth goal of the game was scored on 45 minutes and something seconds. Oh, yeah, of course it was. It's yeah. weird. Added time. It's a weird way added yeah. time works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Arsenal still appear to be slowly improving with Arteta. They're getting there. It's going That's well for, sure. for them. I yeah. think Arteta's... He's, for, start, he's really starting to write the ship. For, from my point of view, Arteta's been very good uh, at changing the game when things don't seem to be going their way. Yeah, he seems to yeah. know how to yeah. change it in in a fashion that makes them at least in the game. A lot yeah. of the time with Arsenal, you saw them go a goal down if it was early and it would just be a horror show after that. And this time they seemed, or recently they've seemed like they know that they do still have the chance and they're going to create chances. Yeah, they've got a strong sort of resolve in that squad yeah. now. They're um, still not good at the back, but <laughs> that's that's where they're going to improve. That's where they're going to spend their money in the summer. One hundred percent. I wouldn't surprise me if they just cashed in on Aubameyang and. If they don't get Champions League, I think they. Oh, do well, they have in. to, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they won't. But they they won't might have a win choice. the Europa League and then keep Aubameyang around. But I think regardless, they'll have enough money to spend to. Yeah. Afford a decent set that's of defenders. Money to spend. Um, I mean, Cedric Suarez will go back to Southampton. <laughs> I imagine. He's a free agent in the summer. Well, there you go. He's supposed to be going back to Southampton. Back to Maybe he'll be signed by Arsenal. Spurs need a right back. We'll probably get him. <laughs> uh, pass. Uh, Everton have improved under Ancelotti. I mean, we've said this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, now, they have looked a lot better, but they're um, still Everton. Dominic Calvert Lewin. Suddenly, a good goal scorer. You, he's my he's my choice as a like a different option for the England team. I mean, you've got Tammy, but I think he, he's up there with sort of a. When we put Andy Carroll in the squad, for example, you know, he's, he's that kind of striker. You've you got to him have there. him in the conversation, at least. Yeah, it was a nice goal he scored. It was brave really to nice put goal. his foot up there and nearly ta- nearly kick David Luiz in the head. That's not brave. It's very it's brave. I wouldn't want to take on David Luiz like that, would I? I'd like to kick him it's in the head. It's a gamble <laughs> it paid off. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean <laughs> he showed good athleticism to get that No, goal. yeah, it was yeah, good. It was and he goal. has looked a lot better, like... I've always said at the like from the start of him even playing, he looks like a striker that's going to score no more than six a season. Yeah. And suddenly he's done that. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's probably in double figures now, isn't he? Close to, I believe. But yeah, he seems to have just 
It's a, yeah, confidence plays a massive factor in it. And he just seems to be a striker now that feels like, much like Ings, when they get the ball, they're probably going to have a chance or, or score. I think, unfortunately, it's probably come a little bit too late for him. Yeah. And there are probably too many players ahead of him that yeah, will, yeah. will get in there first. Yeah. Um, well, another player, um, the potential that we overlooked as well for England was Greenwood, who scored against Watford Greenwood. again. What is that? He's on 11, 11 goals now. Goals, yeah. comps, yeah. Man United 3, Watford nil. Uh, like we said, Greenwood scored a really nice goal as well. Uh, he looks like he has that Van Persie air about yeah, him, doesn't you he? Was, you was, uh, someone was saying this on Twitter, I believe, actually, that he's got that finishing ability. Yeah, it, it, it looks like him, the way he strikes the ball, the way he gets in the positions and how he does it. Just It does just remind me of Van Persie so much. And you saw it at Man U. He's, he's got an innate nature that sees him score He's such a good finisher. Um, that finish, especially... Yeah, the the little backlift from his foot. He does. He doesn't need to swing his leg very much to get the. No, that's one no, of the no, strengths no. Kane has as well. Yeah. The like small backlift, but the the precision and the power they get behind it. One hundred percent. Another good goal in that game. Martial just took the piss out of the whole <laughs> team. Basically, that was brilliant. I thought oh. Watford. I thought Ben Foster was right to feel to absolutely lambast the rest of his defenders. He's come out of the goal. And I guess no one's expecting the turn by Martial, but no one, no goes one went to the, to the line. line, did they? No, no, no one. Absolutely nobody was there. But I mean, what else do you expect from the Watford defense, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more, you know, no, bit of flight, bit of intelligence. But I don't you'd know. have thought one of them, you'd have, given the experience that they have, they one of them might have thought should probably stand on the line yeah. just Maybe, in case. Yeah. Um, Fernandez scored a penalty and was really, really good. He, he, he makes was, a he lot of their Man U players goals. look very average. Yeah. He got the assist for Greenwoods, and it should have been an assist for Martial's, but technically, technically it's not. wasn't. Yeah, but yeah, he, I thought he looked really good. Um, as he looked good against Chelsea as well, mm. he's getting both. No, he was involved in both goals, and also yeah. got the assist for Thingies, uh, Maguire's. But yeah, really good, and hopefully, or not hopefully for Spurs, but hopefully he sort of kicks on because they need a player like him massively to yeah. stay fit and yeah. to keep yeah. doing what he's doing. Uh, the European race is very interesting we've already talked about uh, Burnley's win and Manchester United's win Arsenal as well but um, Sheffield United drew Brighton 1-1 when they had the chance to uh, capitalise on Tottenham losing that is a big two points draft for them yeah, I, I believe that is the case yeah they uh, they have hit 40 points now which yeah. was their initial target They're safe 11 games oh, early. Okay. I think I don't think anyone expected them to do it's, it. It's really bad. Now. It's so bad that the Premier League, like, well, they fifth, sixth place is on 40 points yeah. in February, end of it's, February. That shows how this bad this season's been, season. been for everyone, apart from Liverpool. It's mm. just been boring. Everyone's been sort of inconsistent. Every, you know what's going to happen every week? It's just going to be like, oh, they drop points. Oh, look, Liverpool won again. <laughs> Oh, how dare they keep winning? That's terrible. Yeah. It's just making the game <laughs> really not, boring. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Imagine having such a good bloody team. You win all the time. Could never be I, us. I could, I could never enjoy it. No. you got to experience the lows with the highs. <laughs> um, well, for them in the... Uh, I mean, it's still, it's, still eight, but it's another point for them. Yeah. Finally lost. I mean, they're in, they're in prime position to finish sixth. They're in there. And I think, like we said as well, Europa League would probably be best for them. It's whether or not they still stay there because Man United seem to be on the revival. Yeah, uh, I think Everton and Arsenal are now on 39 themselves. Yeah, I think it's like 40, 39, There's quite a lot of teams 39. now that can sort of do it. So yeah, fingers crossed they do, because I think we all would want... I think just general football fans want them to make it into that Europa League or a, at least mm. a sort of 
European spot. Mm. In the other dugout, Brighton seemed to do okay against a, a high flying. Yeah, such an odd yeah. team, aren't they? They, they, they battled. I think I think Graham Potter's way of playing football was really good for them. Um, but I think that uh, they've got a tough run in. They do. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, they still have to play Wolves Arsenal. Wolves Arsenal. United and Liverpool and City. I do think he is a good fit, though. But yeah. I mean, he is a good fit, but I think, yeah, they they need to stay up in order to keep progressing with how they want to play and how he wants to play. Yeah, I think if they get relegated, it just makes it so much harder. There's only mm. so much you can do with like the quality of that squad in the running that they have. Yeah. So, I mean... But if they maximise the points out of the other five games... Then I think he can do it. I definitely think he's capable of doing it. Mm. I think in the summer, if they stay up, they could build a really nice team as well. I think they've got the right recruitment staff there that would find the right players for Potter's team. Yeah, they'd need to keep what they've got as well, though, and that's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from there, we've got Wolves-Norwich. I think everyone expected this to happen. I got the right Yeah, yeah this is the only other one that anyone got right. Chris uh, predicted 3-0. Yeah, 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 whatever his name is. <laughs> Diogo. Diogo, yeah. Uh, yeah. What a week he had. Hatcher yes. in the Champions He's a really good player. Hatrick in the Europa League, rather. Pardon me. And now a brace. And what should have been a hatcher, because I believe he hit the post as well. Yeah, when Rahul him him and and absolutely it smacked ta- yeah. it in from two yards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, great run of form. Yeah, uh, I heard an interesting stat. He scored... He obviously scored five this week. Then the previous three games, he hadn't scored any. And then in the week before that, he scored five goals. Like uh, a hat trick against someone and two more hmm. somewhere else. Um, so he's sort of a <laughs> stop start <laughs> player, maybe. But um, He has always looked good since going I'd, there. Him I'd, and Jimenez, they've yeah. always looked really good. I agree with you. And I think with uh, Pedro Neto, yep. the other one now, they look like they've got. I think that's why Patrick Cretone didn't work out when he's gone back to Italy. Mm. And there's no mm. surprise that Manchester United have been linked to Diego Hotto. Who haven't the last, they been linked with by this point? Now? Absolutely, that's true. But it's sort of a Portuguese sort of agent. Sort of yeah, situation. Yeah. It's got there, a Man United feel of it, innit? Yeah. Um, Bruno Fernandes and Fred both speak Portuguese at United as well, of course. Yeah. But then I suppose if you're Portuguese, where's better than Wolves at this point? Well, mm. well, who's this agent right now? Do you know? It'll be whoever the super agent is. That's, I don't remember his name. Yeah. That's getting all the Portuguese players to Wolves. Yeah, uh, specific guy. We've mentioned that one. Um, the only uh, two games left: Southampton two, Aston Villa nil. Uh, probably not the best Villa. preparation for Villa before a cup final. Yeah, fucking Dean Smith. Choice words after the fact. So that some players had played their way out of the squad for the final. Yeah, calling yeah. his own, their own performance embarrassing. There were apparently he, he reckoned there wasn't enough fight in the team, and they did look really poor. It was they really, were. It was a very really bad, bad performance from them. Shocked me, obviously. Like me and Owen both predicted to. Well, I predicted a win for Villa, actually. Um, you guys predicted a draw. I did. Um, they played just fine against Spurs. Mm. So it was kind of out of nowhere how they probably needed the momentum. Yeah, going the, from the Spurs game, go and get a good result against Southampton because there's. Like you saw with Watford last year, when City play in a final, it's the hardest game you're ever going to yeah. play if you're yeah. not a top team. No, but Spurs game was at Villa Park as well, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yes, the, the Spurs game. It was. Yes. Um, we played them. Uh, this was away. Yeah, fair. that was in yeah. Bello's first game yeah. when we played them at home. Uh, Southampton second goal. We we all seen it. We have. 
Uh, Pepe Reina was up from a corner. Yes, yes, I did. And then he, he appears <laughs> to be the slowest man in existence running back. He was so back. slow. I, didn't, I don't know if he was sprinting yeah. or not. I mean, how old is he now? You gotta he's 37. It. Yeah. And you reckon, <laughs> okay. you reckon okay. a goalkeeper he doesn't do a lot of cardio. You can't be talking about a man's pace when he's yeah. a goalkeeper at 37. Let's leave the man alone. Um, but they're, they're covering player who was left at the back, Frederick Gilbert. He basically just runs in a straight line and doesn't try to cut. cut he doesn't seem to want to do either. The ball at any point. No, um, which is no pretty aims. poor. Bit, bit poor intelligence, really. He thought he could just run back and get yeah. there, but yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, when Armstrong hit that, I thought I was going to curl wide. Honestly, I, w- I, w- <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it go go in off the post. Honestly, and <laughs> it nearly did. To just laugh Very about nearly it. did. In yeah. That. Uh, Danny Ings scored again as well. Worth yeah, mentioning for yeah. England. Yeah. Probably his best season in a long time. Uh, Palace uh, won Newcastle nil. We all went for nil nil. Because yeah, because I had nil nil written all yeah. over it. But a very good Newcastle haven't scored in three or four Patrick games Benham. now. Yeah. Looking really, yeah. PVA, beautiful free kick. It was a really nice free kick. It was yeah. yeah. He, is, he is one of them, and he that just does random bits of magic. <laughs> no, he's. Oh well, yeah, just random bits of magic. But a lot of time it is free kick, free kicks. Um, Lacing them from the outside of the box. Palace dominated the game. To yeah. be fair to them, they missed a, yeah. a fair few chances. Benteke should have scored a header. Um, um, Almost after after the week where he scored, you I thought he'd be back high, into it. You know, high on confidence. But, but yeah. no, it's just sort of bounced off his head. Yeah, maybe he, he realised it was against Pickford. <laughs> I think you remembered. Oh yeah, I'm Christian Benteke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle only got two shots on target, which would worry me. I mean. I would be worried. You would think it would worry like anyone, this. but Steve Bruce is not anyone. Yeah. So he's probably not worried. I don't know how long left he has, but because he's Geordie <laughs> and because they seem to be doing well enough, like it's just barely scraping by, but it is scraping by. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they every game it's they play, bad. they're not they're not good. They are not good. People, I think, people seem to think because they're in the position they are, they've actually played quite well. That, that they haven't. They, they don't. Really they don't play well. No. Not that impressive. It'd be it'd be like if Wilder was twelfth, but they were playing that way. Yeah, you know, I yeah. wouldn't be impressed by Wilder. No, you'd be saying that's exactly what you expected them to do. Yeah, Defend confession. I thought you were about to just make a Deontay Wilder impression. I mean, no. reference. I'm no. just like, oh, no, okay. Chris Wilder. I'm not too worried about um, uh, the fact that happened. For those at home, I had a very busy weekend in my other trade of combat sports. So I've said the name Deontay Wilder about five thousand times in the past forty-eight hours. <laughs> Uh, and there was a heavyweight clash between Liverpool and West Ham oh, you're on Monday night. Top. What a move! <laughs> I think that that's horrible. more of a uh, heavyweight versus uh, super bantamweight. <laughs> if I was uh, you know, we all expected hey. Liverpool to win this one, but yeah, they seem we to struggle. West Ham to West did well. Ham, who did f- did just fine for themselves going away to Anfield? I mean, our predictions: three nil, two nil, four nil. Yeah, we all they expected put in a, a good fight. We yeah, all expected him, a Baron and the first the first half they didn't they defended really well and the right back who I've forgotten the name of that come in for West Ham, mm. he just added energy and like you could tell he was a youth player that had been given a chance and he just wanted to do everything and anything he could. And I think that helped everyone else raise their game. Yeah. And not only that, having him there, who was he looked quite solid defensively and did well against Mane, um, meant that Snodgrass, who's probably been West Ham's best attacking player this season, was able to start 20, 30 yards up the pitch. Mm. And I'm pretty sure he got an assist for one of the goals. For the second goal, I think, was uh, Snodgrass putting the ball in. It just gave them that bit of, like... A lot of teams, when they park, like try and set up and stop Liverpool, because they, they struggle against a low block, um, 
never have anyone going forward. And I think within the first like 15, 20 minutes when West Ham went forward, they went forward with numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were a West Ham fan, would you be more optimistic now? Or I'd be more optimistic for that, yeah. Fabianski is not going to make their mistakes again. Mm. Flappy Hanski. Yeah. That was yeah. very tough. I mean, who on the equalizers there? Who knows how that game would have ended if he just made a routine save there? Mm. Yeah. Who knows what could have happened? Because there's still. I mean, I think the, out, the, outcome's prob- the outcome's probably the same, or the best, best result for West Ham would have been a draw. I don't think they ever yeah. win the game, but he won't make them mistakes. He probably doesn't have. The shots that he let in probably don't happen against the little, little lesser teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but for, for West me, Ham have a really tough run in as well. Yeah, for they me, do. I mean, even if I even if I was a West Ham fan who went to Anfield or something and saw that performance, I would just be sort of, why are we raising our game for these guys? But not the ones that, that we can. Not, the, not right. the games that we can actually win. That yeah. we want to, that we should be able to beat. Uh, what, you know, West Ham. To me, they have they have more quality than the teams that they're currently like scrapping with around mm. the standings I think they've they got... have the quality to be like upper mid table upper mid table yeah but they just can't put it together on the pitch yeah, they seem I to, don't just, think they seem to, the right they seem to be more interested in individuals the players mm. they have that are good are all individuals and mm. a lot of them are very hit and miss consistency wise it's, it's been that way since they had Demi Pyatt and ever since he's left it's just been the same mentality without that player yeah, they're expecting everyone that comes with that bit of talent to be like the next Dimmy Pyatt. Yeah, like they brought in, what's his name, Fornells. Fornells, Felipe Anderson. Mm. And, and Snodgrass has been their best player and they loaned him back to Villa <laughs> not long ago. And they haven't produced like Dimmy Pyatt did. Yeah. No, and that, but the, like, that was a freak season. What and even pl- with that season, they didn't even finish that, that well. Yeah, he was unbelievable. If Jared Bowen scores at the end as well, that would be that would have been nice. No, I don't like him for anymore. people who like Jared Bowen. Oh, I used to I like do, him because he was so good at um, at Hull, and he deserves his move to the Premier League. I don't but... like him anymore. I liked him at Hull. Yeah, Owen no, doesn't like, like him because he's joined West Ham. Yeah, yeah. He should have gone to Crystal Palace. Where I still, <laughs> could have still liked him. Yeah. Um, yeah, West Ham came close to ending Liverpool's unbeaten run, but that march towards if West Ham did it. That'd have been so oh, disappointing. That been absolutely brilliant. <laughs> if of all who tried and failed. It was West Ham who stepped up to the plate and took him down. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'll, I'd be worried from a Liverpool perspective that they'll start trying to focus too much on protecting that unbeaten run. They want to set that record. Yeah, yeah they do. I think more than anything, they, they want to win the Premier League, of course. Yeah. But I think you would that's want to win, that's already set done, that record. Isn't it? Yeah, it depends what they're... I know what none of us, no, no one knows, apart from the players and the manager and who else, the coaching staff that have been in mm. that meeting and... They'll have, they'll have spoke about what they want to do and yeah. it's entirely what they're focused on, it I would, suppose. It would also it's... concern me on the back of the result against Atleti. Yeah, I think it's, about, it's about time we tra- uh, transition into the Champions League now. Yeah. I think we've covered the entire... That was all the Prem games, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. why not just start off Liverpool at Atleti? Yeah. Again, you said low block. They struggled very yeah, much the, against it. Like we said, the... It was the Napoli game... The they Napoli. They both played four four two. They both played a low block. Both wingers, who are more naturally forward-thinking players, literally just ran with the wingbacks mm. of Liverpool, and exactly what Atletico did. And we said last week that Atletico are a better team at it than Napoli would be. They'll be more trained to it. And um, one nil. It was so early on. It was a from a corner, yeah. a very like, odd mistake that you don't expect. Liverpool to make, especially from corners where they seem very solid with Fabinho, Van Dijk, 
comes off, uh, was it Van Dyke's shoulder back? Came off somebody's back, landed at Sound Miguel's feet, and he just obviously tapped it in. The second corner they've conceded from in a week as well, of course. Yeah. Because they conceded against West Ham. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, Andy Robertson saying they still have to come to Anfield, blah, 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 is... uh, (laughs) I thought it was a bit arrogant. I think it's very he, he seems, too much about he it. He seems a bit like that. It was the same thing with Klopp, I noticed a lot. He's very, very frustrated in Simeone just frustrated the hell out of him with the way they played. That's what Simeone does best though, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I think I think and it got to him. They really yeah, they really time. pissed them off. I think that will fire them up for the for the game at Anfield. But it I, could go either way. I it think that either... might be dangerous for Liverpool if they're too fired up exactly. against the team. I mean someone might get sent off. So uh, they might go too gung ho and get countered again. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. And um, I think if anybody, it would be Andy Robertson. Like you said, he seemed yeah, he's very. Always, he's a dickhead, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Hot takes coming through, but um, yeah, and you could just see it in the post-match interviews. He was very, he was very frustrated. He was very yeah. upset sounding. It's a, and it's, he was very arrogant. He's like, they still gotta come to Anfield. That is arrogant, especially when Atletico Madrid are the best team in the world without the ball. Yeah, they're not. And they gonna, don't have like, to do anything with the ball in this next game. Going to Anfield and let, letting Liverpool have all the ball, will, they will not be phased by that in one like one hour. They said, "Oh, they have to come to Anfield. Like a team can't come there and perform well." When West Ham did that <laughs> the other yeah. day, so I think Adelaide could very well turn up and turn in the exact same performance. Yeah, I think Jurgen Klopp has a, a job to do in training and get them to sort of ground themselves a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you would think he'd try and put some of that right yeah get some of that energy and do it productively rather than all of them just go out there flying into tackles yeah, yeah. Uh, the other English team that played last <laughs> Tuesday uh, or, or last week even uh, uh, they, lost, they lost to a German yeah. team at home um, yeah unlike us wasn't the building and oh yes of course I forgot you went yeah I was there <laughs> oh boy was I there um, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Was the view nice? Well, I was in the back row of the South Stand. Definitely not then. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't bad. I, I honestly, if I'm at a football match or any other like live sporting event, I prefer to be kind of higher up in the back because you get that kind of wider view. view. Yeah. yeah. Did you get a good view of that goal? From a pen, I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, I saw the penalty. I was there. Were you at uh, the right end? No, I was on the opposite end. Uh, I saw it from a distance, but I still saw it happen, obviously. I'm yeah. not turned around <laughs> at a football match. But, I'm, uh, yeah, I got a good view of the penalty, the incident. Obviously, it's a penalty, but... Same as um, same as the Chelsea game. And it's, it's tough for Ben Davis, because since he's been back in the squad, he's been just fine. He's our best defensive fullback, without question. Yeah, and he's... He then had to play something. It was like he hadn't played for about six months, and then had three games in like five days mm. or something. Like it was, it's hard. Yeah, it was. It brought, the best thing to come out of that game is it was only one nil. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's what I was about to get to. Within, within a minute, Leipzig was already on us. They were yeah, they had about they three chances, didn't they? In about thirty seconds. Yeah, one at the post, one miss. Hugo right away. Yeah, Larice was. I, I thought they'd really scored. good that night Larice as well. had a great game. Lasso also played great through the middle. Yeah, Lasalle was one of the well, few. Better than he played against Chelsea. Stuff. Yeah. Um, well, he won't be out of the second leg, to be fair. No, he won't. Which is good. Um, uh, looking forward yeah. to the second leg. What do we guys? What do we think about? Um, that? I think we're very fortunate to be still technically in, in the tie. tie. Yeah. Um, 
it absolutely reeks of Ajax last year where they won one nil at home, one nil, and it should have been a lot more. Mm. But, I, but do you see? Do you see yourself getting the same reaction no, this time? I don't. No, I do not see. We also don't have a big fuck off Lorente to bring on and cause havoc in the air. Uh, well, yeah. you say that, but oh, for fuck's sake. you do have Eric Dyer. Yes, oh, Eric up. Dyer might play up top. Chris. <laughs> Eric We've Dyer. Over this. So, 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 someone on the internet Him. suggested that. Eric Dyer in, a, in an actual article that Eric Dyer might be your option up front because Mario and Fellaini did it for United to some degree hello yeah. I'd just like to talk directly to this internet person real <laughs> quick hey bud you doing okay like Eric Dyer cannot play football in general We've seen that on many occasions. Well, this, this is what we're saying. We're not asking him to use his, his feet, are we? We're asking him to. We're asking him to win headers. Fellaini was an attacking midfielder, though. Like it was, <laughs> and he did it for yeah, Everton like a lot. Like Eric Dyer is not that player. Eric Dyer does not have. It's 2020, and we're talking about Eric some, Dyer playing up front. You need some technical ability to play up front. Eric Dyer does not possess any of that. Right, I can see it. It's a. It's a. Yeah. I hope it happens. It's a Dyer. At idea. this point, what the fuck? I happens? hope it happens. <laughs> At Whatever. this point, what's the Whatever. worst that can happen? I don't care. Do it. Whatever. The season's done. Like, do it. Horrendous. Brilliant. Uh, um, elsewhere. No, 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 no <laughs> not elsewhere. I'm not done yet. Oh, God. So we're still talking about the tie. There's nothing more we to talk about. To the next no, we're talking about the next leg. What we think is going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? Exactly the same as this exactly one. We're going to get same. peppered I, and battered again. I agree. We don't have I any option to do anything else. Um... The only thing we can do is you just gotta go out there and try to get an early away goal, and then sit on and it. Just round the cage, sit on it, and go for penalties, so, right? Pretty much. There's nothing else you can that's, do. That's our only. Hope. I don't even know if you try and get an early away goal. Maybe you just hold it nil nil until the last ten minutes. Try and get that away goal. And that's then... that is the tactic. Absolutely. Seventy-five minutes of sit, and then we try and go forward and hope yeah, we can we create like one chance. We're, we're not capable of keeping that clean sheet. How many clean sheets have we kept in our last twenty matches? Probably zero. Yeah, not many. One. Not exactly. many under, under the Mourinho. We're not capable of sitting on a nil-nil. <laughs> yeah, what happened there? I don't know. They missed a lot of chances. Did that happen? Did I, I think, dream that? I think the performances <laughs> are starting to catch up with the results. Or, or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, we haven't played well in ages. I was going to say something. So I had an through. idea, but it's completely slipped my mind. Well, to the to the <laughs> west of London. It'll, it'll come back to me. Where, where Chelsea are hosting Bayern, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Um... Chelsea without N'Golo Kante for the second game in a yeah. row. And their defence are going to have to keep Lewandowski quiet because he's scored 42 goals in 38 games. I don't think you good can, luck to him. I don't think you can talk about Lewandowski in any other manner apart from up with Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. His goal scoring is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. He's he probably the best striker in the world at this moment as well. It's ridiculous. Best number nine for sure. And yeah. Ronaldo and Messi aren't technically nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think... Kante as well is probably the only player in the Chelsea team that would get into Bayern's team. Yeah. There's not yeah, many players otherwise. I don't think there is any but Yeah, it would be tough to suggest anyone else would get in there. Because the other players... I mean, players... they wanted Hudson-Odoi. Yeah, they did. Not for, but he isn't, obviously not for a starting He isn't playing for Chelsea either, is he? He, he hasn't been very good. No, either. I don't think he's fit either. He had that, he had that good start. Oh, actually, speaking of Chelsea, Ampadu for Leipzig was really good. Yes. against us he was really good against us that is the only thing 
from the Leipzig game. What he, really impressed me is he got cramped right towards the end and then made an incredible tackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. A, but he played, player. played. it doesn't play, I don't think, that often for him with all their centre-backs out and played in a back three with two wing-backs yeah. and he looked really good. He was very good. He seemed so comfortable and it's annoying because he's a Chelsea player. And his haircut looks better. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, Lewandowski is probably too good for Rudiger and... Christensen or Tamori doesn't seem and what play for their or. keepers and yeah their keepers aren't that is the <laughs> that is the biggest weakness I think at the minute for Chelsea is their keepers I feel like the only saving grace they have is that Frank Lampard looks like a decently astute tactical yeah. manager yes. I don't I, I think he outclassed Mourinho at the weekend and I think he can he probably work something yeah, out both, to get he? away with mm. a decent result against Bayern yeah but they, I think they need to get something before they go to the Alliance as well. Yeah, I think. Oh, I don't know. I, it's, it's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. I think they'll be able to stand up to Bayern, but I don't think they'll get a result. I think they have to it. avoid defeat for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if they can. It's damage limitation, though, isn't it? If they, shift. They not, if they try and play to keep the score low, they risk not going in with anything themselves. Mm. I think if, if Bayern Munich score two, it's really hard for them to get anything. Yeah. So what do we think? I'm gonna say two one Bayern if we're doing predictions. Yeah. Uh yeah. I would say two nil Bayern. Yeah, maybe. I'm also gonna go two one Bayern. Interesting. Um, the other game tonight is Napoli Barcelona. Yeah. I think we skipped over we skipped over some of the other games. Yeah, I was just waiting for them. The fit thing is uh, finished. Yeah, we can come back to those. Yeah, All right, yeah, whatever. Because I do want to talk about both Dortmund and Atlanta as well. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, Napoli Barcelona, Gattuso against Kike Setien in, in what is both their first ever Champions League game. Napoli have improved under yeah. him. Napoli have been, they've yeah. won six out of their last seven, and Barcelona are just odd at the minute. They've just moved back to the top of the league, but there are some really weird. Pitch stuff yeah, it's though. weird. It's just there was a very uh, weird over there. I, I was listening to something this morning, and there was a story that's come out uh, where Barcelona have paid um, a company. They've created an agreement with a company, um, which is basically social media advisors. But what it really is is they've created a bunch of accounts, news accounts, fake news accounts, even that have sort of put some articles out in defense of Bartomeu and attacking other presidential ele- uh, election candidates at Barcelona, but also put out some a, a couple of interesting articles about uh, Gerard Piquet and Leo Messi, which Leo Messi then said uh, that he's not happy about. Another mistake in Barcelona's media department, essentially. It's- and it's a really weird situation it's there. It's wild what's going on over there. How like, do you not keep Leo real. Messi happy? It's your one job at Barcelona. Yeah, that is the only thing they have to worry about. They have since severed the contract fail. with that company, of course. And they yeah. fail to do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really strange. It's such a, a weirdly run club yeah. sometimes. And Often. Been a, there were fan protests against uh, the current club president, Bartomeu, in their 5-0 win against Iba. Because mm. um, they're clearly not happy with the way the club's being run at the moment. Big Braithwaite getting two assists. Braithwaite. That's what insane ca- as well. What a career traje- trajectory he has had. He was at Middlesbrough he last went to season. Didn't he? Yeah. A year and a half ago. Yeah. And then Two assists on his Barcelona debut. Absolutely insane. Wow. He can't play in the Champions League though because he's not and registered. Yeah. yeah. And a, I mean, good for him. That's Messi, a massive move for Messi anybody. picking up four goals, ending yeah. his drought of what, four games? Yeah. 
goal for each game he yeah, missed out on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was what his Simple longest thing. drought in how long? Yeah. It's only that yeah. long. It will go, it, it could either be Napoli do really well. So I watched them against Inter Milan, who are obviously doing really well this year. They won 1-0 in the Coppa Italia. Mm. Fabian scored a really nice goal. And they, they did just did exactly the same as Liverpool. Low block, defended well. That's probably what they'll try and do against Barcelona. It'll either go really well or Messi will just be Messi and probably bag another two or three goals mm. and the tie's more or less done. Uh, this yeah. game's being played in Naples and Barcelona have only won one of their last eight away Champions League ties. They've been really well. bad away from it's, home, yeah, yeah, in Champions League. Yeah, it's a problem. Hmm. I think uh, this has got a draw written all over it. Yeah? I think I Napoli mean, would take a draw. I think they I, would, yeah. If I were Napoli, I would absolutely take a draw. Problem is, though, because of how they set up, they don't create a lot of chances. Yeah, I think if they get away with a 1-0 win... Yeah. Napoli used to be to such a good, happy, like, expansive team. They used to be like, we'll score more sorry, than you. And now the they've just stuff. gone total opposite way and seem like they're more interested in sort of going for a 1-0. Mm. I think it's 1-1. I think I'll go 1-0. I think Napoli can create that one Barca. chance. I think it'll be 2-0 Barca. I don't know. Uh, and then tomorrow night, the final English game, uh, Real Madrid and Manchester City. Manchester City, essentially, in my opinion, if their ban goes through, need to go all out on winning the yeah, Champions League this year. Yeah, this is it. This year, is right? it for them. Yeah. Oh, they're going to. There, there is nothing else I that mean, they need they to play for. they don't have the Premier League. No, they're There's not going to win the, no Premier League. To focus on the Premier League. They will likely beat Villa in the Carabao Cup. And then, are they still in the FA Cup? If They've, they've got a chance in the FA yeah, Cup, of course. But the Cup fixtures are what they need to focus on absolutely yeah and this is the one that they've been missing this is the anyway, one that they isn't need, in their they need to they need to go all out especially with the and band I think they're going to um, and I think it's going to be and yes they're going to be a force this year yeah they have to show and it's, it's, there's no better statement to make if they do get banned than being like yeah well, we won it anyway yeah we won it so and, but they won it and then you banned us well, like. that's, a, that's a big middle finger to UA for yeah massively yes. and Potentially their last chance for at least two years. If yeah, I reckon holds. probably four years because they, they'll have to get back into the Champions League and then if they lose five or six of their players because they're not Champions League football, they're going to lose a yeah, lot of I think depends I on think what happens. they'll stay yeah. in those top four spots. I think they'll be able to keep afloat enough like that to continue to qualify or be in the hunt, obviously. They'll well, finish top four over the next two two seasons, but then they won't the get second, into the Champions League. The second they and you miss out come on the back Champions into League the Champions revenue. League, the fact that they're going into that, whatever season may be, but they return to the Champions mm-hmm. League, they have that summer transfer window, like, okay, we have Champions League now, come play for us again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm I very interested to see if Pep's still there by that point as well. Cause um, I, think if they, I think if he doesn't win the Champions League this year, there's, I mean, he said he'll stay. But if he doesn't win the Champions League this year, A, it's a failure on his part, B, it's a failure on Manchester City's part, and C, he doesn't get to play in the Champions League for the next two seasons. Yeah. I know he's already won it, but he's the kind of guy who wants everything. Yeah, yeah but he, he also he won't be happy. It. He won't be happy losing the league to Liverpool no, when exactly. they've won it for the last two years. So he might just be a case of, we'll just win everything in England while we're not in it. I think he yeah. will have. Will have to be a big He's a trophy-hungry manager, and if he like, yeah, okay, you can't win the Champions League, but you can still go and win the FA Cup, the Premier League, and the Carabao Cup. Feel, I would also feel massively betrayed by my employer if they've said, yeah, it's going to be fine. We're not going to get banned from the Champions League. These are all legal transfers and all that kind of legal spending of our money. The and then end. actually, it's not. And they've said, don't worry, we'll win the appeal. And then they don't. Yeah. You know, and I feel like 
that amount of like mistrust would go some way to saying uh, I'll go to Juventus and win the Serie A yeah. and then win the Champions League there and mm. then I've done it in three countries go to another corrupt club or four countries even and then you I'll know? go to PSG or something yeah ruin France <laughs> uh, well, I mean with glossing over Real Madrid like they aren't it's, pro- it's probably not. the best tie of the the, the draw Real Madrid yeah. Man City There's uh, also Hazard's out Hazard. he's out and yeah. also missing the El Clasico also the youngster Rodrigo in our under 23 under 21 game got sent off for the most ridiculous second booking he's ran from like his own half on the left wing mm. cut inside smashed it in and the goalie's complaining and he's got about a yard away from the goalie put his hands in the air and started cheering and like mocking him celebrating and got sent off for it meaning he now can't play either <laughs> oh, in a reserve yeah. fixture for like it's just so, brain sorry, dead he's been, so he's been sent off in a reverse fi- reserve fixture and that means he can't play in the Champions League El Clasico oh El Clasico sorry he'll sorry, be available yeah, for that. that yeah he just won't be um, available for the El Clasico they lost on the weekend as well Real Madrid 1-0 to Levante yeah, uh, which allowed yeah. very weirdly form they'd, really, they'd, been, they'd been really good they were the top team weren't yeah. they like two yeah. weeks ago they had a five point swing they lost two points in the match before Levante, they yeah. lost to Levante. But and Barcelona have replaced them at the top of the league. The Champions League is their competition. It is. Oh, it's they always Zidane's seem to turn up. Yeah, he well. loves it as well. Um, It'll be a well-contested match. It would be really enjoyable. It should be to good. Watch, yeah, it should be good. I think I think Real Madrid are better defensively this year than they ever have been before. I think that will uh, make it, make it a very difficult tie. It's at the Bernabeu first leg. Okay. I think um, Real Madrid will make it a very tough game for City. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It won't be uh, easy for either. I don't think it would be particularly high scoring either. No, 1-0, 1-1. Yeah. 1-1 is probably the best outcome Man City could hope for. Yeah. Away goal. If I were a City, I would absolutely take a 1-1. Any away goal would be massive, wouldn't it? Away goal. Uh, The other fixture is Leon-Juventus. Yes. I haven't actually seen anything from either of them. No, me neither. I I also have not. (laughs) I, I, I don't think... The Ronaldo transfers worked out for Juventus. Yeah. Really, I think obviously they're going to win. Well, they might win Serie A. There's two or two or three other teams that are yeah. in that. Yeah, race it's actually as well. close for one it's year. It's the closest and it's been in a while. And I think they're just ending up spending six hundred k a week or whatever. Ronaldo. Yeah, he, he's, bro- he's brought in a lot of money for him as well. Yeah, hasn't absolutely, he? massive amounts of sponsorship, sponsorship, and that kind of thing. Oh no! I mean, the thing is, you never really. But then they always do it. I I don't think anyone pays attention to Juventus until suddenly it's a quarterfinal. They're still in it, and they pull off a massive result. They yeah. could literally do that this year, and it wouldn't surprise you with Ronaldo. I think they'll get past Leon. Yeah, uh, you'd expect yeah. them to get past yeah, I Leon. So. Like, I don't think Leon are having that good a year themselves. I think they're something like eighth or ninth, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So We're very poor year domestically. Yeah. The um, other two results that have already happened: week, yeah. Atalanta four, Valencia one. I've written down tile but over because I don't see Atalanta not going to Valencia and scoring. They looked really good. I was quite they surprised. They looked brilliant. At how they were what? the both them teams were the ones that everyone was like, they're the teams we want. Yeah. When the draw was happening, it was give us Atalanta, give us Valencia. Yeah. And I think Atalanta, I mean Valencia sort of proved it, but Atalanta looked really good. Hey. You know, when they got tore apart in their group stage, I thought this is a really yeah, good. Yeah, like one of the only teams, aren't I they? Thought, I thought this is a really good Atalanta team, but they're probably not ready for the Champions League. Yeah. And suddenly, they're in the first knockout round and smashing Valencia who have been around this stage before had a re- got a really good nil-nil against Chelsea as well didn't yeah. they yeah. go through yeah. Um, I don't know they looked game they looked ready Yeah, and they looked very yeah, they, no, yeah it looked, they looked prepared they looked like they knew 
what they wanted to do and they executed it perfectly. They've got such a nice setup yeah. at Atalanta. It's one of the places you go to learn your coaching badges and that kind of thing. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah, there. no, I'm. Hey, I'm rooting for them. I hope they can. Yeah, maybe I'll support them when Spurs don't go through. Oh, I am. I already decided because I know we're not going through. <laughs> I mean, I, I ride with Atalanta. Right I mean, now. I know who I'm supporting. Yeah, in, no, in I, every round of the Champions yeah, League this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll come on to them. Just hang on for like in two a minute. more minutes. <laughs> In a minute, when we're done talking about Atalanta Valencia, I think you go to the Mestalla, different atmosphere, different ground. Yeah, it's probably a bit, a lot more tough for Atalanta. Yeah, yeah, it will but be. Oh, definitely be, be tougher. T- it won't be another four nil. Obviously, it'll be a lot closer. Four one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have an away goal, but I think yeah, I think to win three nil in a Champions League game could always just tough. prove too much yeah. for a team like Valencia. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think and also, I'll like I say, that Atalanta looked prepared. If yeah. they then come with the same, because they got th- it's like three weeks between rounds. It's not like the Europa League where you play the away one the next game next week. Like they'll have three weeks, and if they prepare the way they did, there's no reason they can't go there and get another decent result. No, I think or just play, play for a draw. I think they could easily put like two past them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't see them not scoring. Valencia no, looked no. all over the shop, especially with the first goal. Guy mm. gets caught totally unaware, and then turns around and blames his defense, even though he's <laughs> let the attacker get the other side of him. Yeah, yeah, it was just poor from him. And Chris, <laughs> well, Dortmund PSG, we we all expected a real barnstorm of a match, and about, suddenly the defense about turned fi- up. About fifty-five it? minutes into the game, I think I've texted Owen and I've gone, "Why is this still nil-nil? I was I was promised goals. What's going on? Yeah, yeah you I che- expected I mass, on mass goals. I checked on Twitter because I was at, I was at Spurs, obviously. Yeah, and I just looked at him like, "Oh, nil-nil. It's like what fifty something minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, we've got it so wrong in the podcast." That was my first thought. Was going we got s- that one wrong. I thought it was really. I thought it was still a really good game. It, it was, was really, still really good to open watch. And, and that kind of. Yeah, thing. Back Even without the goals, it felt like at any minute someone was going to score. Yeah, every time yeah. Dortmund got the ball, they countered. They looked really, ooh, really good. Speaking of Dortmund counter, that one clip of Holland, where yes. he's just running in, it looks like CGI. It's, how fast! <laughs> it's how points. fast and long his strides are. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's taking him about 6.6 seconds to get from his oh, byline 60 meters, to, it? to uh, the opposition box. I think it was about 0.3 of a second off the Olympic world record Which for a 60 meters. standing meter. start. Yeah. Some people have mentioned that. but Yeah, because he obviously was in the air. He's a freak. I was, uh, he is. I was talking to people on Twitter. Um, he is a test tube footballer. It's as, if someone's, it's as if someone's gone into a science room and, and sort of got the the tube of sort of height strength pace power strong left foot skills to get past players yeah and just thrown them all in mixed them about a bit and up popped he seems he seems to have like no like a three foot baby or something (laughs) (laughs) he has no weaknesses in his game and the things that he can improve on like his hold up play and bringing other people in bringing other people into moves he's only going to get better at with time like a 19 year old f- like fresh out of Salzburg isn't going to be the complete package but he's as close to you're going to get and with the right coaching I mean even even against PSG um, he looked like he had a really good partnership and understanding with Sancho Yeah, they were constantly yeah. the ones that it would go to Haaland he'd lay it off and it would be Sancho then doing something else yeah. and then they'd get in Hakimi out wide because yeah. he seemed to just always have the space of the pitch the way that they move and they were so fluid in their attacks the it was thing, unbelievable the other thing I didn't even mention it when I was saying everything his off the ball movement when he's in the box 
Haaland is probably the best penalty to box player I've ever seen. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so, so good, good at his it. movement. He's he loves that burst forward and then just cutting back. Yeah, and right. a defender because they know how quick he is can't not go with him, and then they've already got lost three yards. It is world class. I think on PSG side of things. They'll be all right taking that back to Paris. I think. Yeah. I don't think they'll be too upset about goal, it. Yeah, and I think they've got enough going forward that they can still threaten Dortmund. And, but and, they didn't. And worry they didn't them. look that good. Like you'd have said no. that in the first game, and they didn't look like they had that. Like Neymar was just oh, a bit of a. He was a bit off. I think he'd he'd missed the past two or three games because he got an injury, and they did, and then they didn't want to risk him. Yeah, so he was a bit off on match match fitness. But he just seemed like he seemed more interested in getting involved with the antics of Fitzel trying to nick in and win mm. fouls, and he just seemed more interested in trying to win a foul mm. than actually he probably could just turn the player, which we've all seen him do, and create something. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Worth mentioning as well, Haaland's goal, his second goal, literally epitomizes everything that boy is about. Yeah. Gained one just... one yard of space away from Thiago Silva by one movement. As is an American youngster, isn't he? Rainer. He's American, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainer, yeah. Slips the ball into him. One touch out of his feet, edge of the box, and then just absolutely rifles it. Like he's, Navas could get nowhere near that. So true. He's just yeah. not fair. Nobody should be allowed to be that fast while six four with incredible shot power and accuracy. It's just not fair. It's about time where you have to start discussing him as potentially a, like a generational talent. I, th- I think we've, we, yes, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he is this this generation's talent. I think him Van and Mbappe are. The, they seem to be the next two the, for the, the Messi Ronaldo of the yeah. next yes. 10, 15 years. Yeah, probably. Right, we're going to talk about the EFL now. Uh, where do we want to start then? We'll start oh, with you at League we'll Two. You, will we? Yes. We will. Oh, I, I'm honoured, honestly. Um, start at the bottom. You mean where Leighton Orient are? No, I meant they League Two. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I never say such things. Um, well, the bottom of League Two, that is. Le- Leighton Orient drew 2 2 at the weekend at home against Oldham Athletic. Which you were there for? I was there. I actually got to watch the game because I didn't work this weekend. Um, <laughs> It was very average, to be honest, as you would expect from a League Two game, and you've been there before, you know what it looks like. <laughs> Distinctly average. Um, Orient were the better team at the start of the game, for sure, and took the lead from a corner. And then the other three goals were also set pieces, and uh, it was a very quick turnaround by Oldham. In si- within six minutes, it was 2-1, <sighs> which, yeah. w- which wasn't fun to watch at all. Sure wasn't. <laughs> and... Um... Not a good day for George Marsh. No, he was, he was pinned for both uh, Oldham's goals on the corners, and it was the same bloke who scored them as well. You feel like after the first one, they maybe change who's marking him, but they might not have had time to tell him. Uh, and yeah, but he's not a right back, and he shouldn't be playing there. Playing We're right having back? to play him at right back because we okay. haven't got a fit right back at the moment. All right. All right, um, and they're not very good. Also, doesn't help. Uh, and both teams were quite happy with the point after we scored our equaliser, uh, which I was really disappointed about because there's nothing to play for. Uh, Steven is look like they're going to go down, and no one else will go down because there's only one relegation spot this year, uh, which uh, Macclesfield and Morecambe will obviously be happy about. Congratulations, mate. 
<laughs> yeah, we get to stay in League Two because Berry folded. Yes. Um, Worked out really well. Yeah. Uh, and at the top of the table, it looks like four teams are in it for automatic promotion. Um, Swindon are currently top of the league, followed by Exeter and Plymouth. And uh, Crew are second. Is it Swindon you have Doyle up top? Yes, Doyle. And he went back to his parent club and then they signed him permanently in January. I believe so, yeah. He missed like a game for them. Yeah, one game. Yeah, um, I've seen him. He seems to just score for they're fun. They're doing really yes. well. Uh, Crew have a 22-year-old winger slash forward who um, who uh, has looked really good for the team. Uh, 14 assists and six goals this year, and I feel like as a product of their academy, he's probably the next one to move up the leagues. They've got you know Ashley Westwood's moved up to Burnley, and there's uh, Nick Powell got his move to Manchester United, which didn't work out for him. That kind of thing. Crew always produce good youngsters. If you're a championship side, look at Crew's youth team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think Charlie Kirk could well get moved to like a championship level yeah. club. Yeah, and if he does well there, even higher. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, and then we can move on to League One, where uh, Ipswich are in. Yeah, eighth. Upper Town. Oh, <laughs> Owen <laughs> is from that area. Yes, that's the closest team to where I'm from, I suppose. Yeah, even that's 27 What's miles away. What's the feeling around Ipswich's season this year? Uh, I think there are two two types of fans at Ipswich, from what I can tell, from what I see on Twitter. Obviously, I follow a lot of people that support Ipswich because they're all sort of friends from back home and stuff. And there's a sense of the realistic fan that realises their team probably is a League One team. There's not many players in there. I think they've got the... I think he's a right-back, Vincent Young. I've heard a lot yes. of players talk about him and say he's actually probably too good to be in that division. But the rest of them seem to be, you know, it seems to be a, it's a League One team. It's probably where they should be. Mark Evans is one of the richest owners in the championship and below and still doesn't really invest. I don't think Lambert's had a particularly massive amount of money to spend. Um, they, Ipswich always seem to do this really weird thing where they sign the league below's top goal scorers and expect them to make a big step up. They signed Jackson from Accrington from League One when they were in the championship mm-hmm. when they went down. And he didn't do it in the championship. I think he's had a better season this season in the league he was good in. And then they signed Tranmere's top goal scorer, Norwood. Yeah. And he's been uh, average from so what I've seen. What, you're, what I'm hearing is look out Swindon fans because Owen Doyle was probably on the move again. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think there are some Ipswich fans that expected them to come down and just come straight back up uh, do a bit of what Rotherham do Rotherham are that team that go down come up go down come up they yep. they seem happy to do it they're on they're on the hunt for league one as well yeah they're currently top of the league they're top of league one with Coventry yeah for a combination of uh as stats bomb put it sets pieces and pressing yeah uh, they're a really high pressing team and also 21 of their last uh they've scored 21 goals from set pieces in their yeah. last 31 well games. I don't I don't know what what Ipswich Town try and play I don't know like they don't yeah. seem to have that like they've always been they always seem to have a recycled tactic of we've got a half decent left back and a big striker <laughs> you had Cresswell you had Mings you had Murphy that year he banged him in they once had I think they had McGoldrick Garner and Murphy or McGoldrick yeah. Garner and someone else and they got about 7 million for them and then never got a same calibre of player in um, so yeah they probably I've, I, when they went down I did sort of assume they'd come back up um, the top eight is very tight Ipswich are eighth but there's only eight points between them and top but I think all the teams around them seem to just be in a m- bit of 
in better form. I think Sunderland play Shrewsbury tonight, which I think is like fourth v sixth or something yes, like uh, that. I think it's fourth v sixth. Oh, and, and top top two play tonight. Rotherham Coventry second, play. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's some good games going on in that in that league tonight. But yeah, I don't know. Sunderland are too big a club to be down there for too long, aren't they? I mean. Yeah, you said that yeah. when they went down the first time. And yeah, then they go down I mean, that's so true, but they're just huge. I mean, they could yeah. Have, they were a few seconds from potentially being even closer coming up last year. They, yeah. were, they were really hard done by uh, Charlton. The, Big Patrick Bauer. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> second. I think they call him Big Fucking German over there. Big BFG. Fucking German. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really like him. At that game in oof, the at heartbreak Wembley. I witnessed. Yeah. I was in Charlton. I was having a great time. But <laughs> they, te- they technically were my local at that time. So at the hey. bottom of League One, things are a lot less complicated, unfortunately, for the three teams down there. Yeah. Bolton obviously had that massive points deduction. Bolton that was almost a dead set, wasn't it? Yeah. I think was it seventeen points that they got deducted. Or more, maybe around seventeen points or whatever. Southampton have like have recovered from that distance before, but they were so good that year. I remember uh, Orient were in that team, but or in that league, um, and they had you know Lalana and Oxley Chamberlain oh, yeah. when he was first coming through. Yeah. They were so good, yeah, getting out of that league. Um, Sol Campbell hasn't fixed Southend. Southampton. <laughs> Southampton, yeah, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, they're playing a lot of their yeah, youngsters. It's and 15, that kind points, of thing. Not very 15 points from safety. Tranmere, eight points from safety. They all can't seem to buy a win at the minute in that league. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of. At the top end, there are some, like, you know, you've got uh, Ivan Tony at mm. Peterborough. He's one of them players that seems to thrive in them divisions. I don't know if he's there permanently or is he on loan? He went to Newcastle, didn't he? I think he's there permanently right is now. He? I think he is, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, he was from Newcastle. The playoffs and the playoffs seem like in that division at least it could be there'll be a couple of teams that miss out that probably it might be like their only year they could have done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, into the championship, we talked about the promotion race le- recently, but it's worth mentioning that West Brom and Leeds have both Picked recovered up from yeah. their yeah from their um, after we predicted. Leeds to have a wobble on Fulham and Brentford to catch them. They both decided to lose and Leeds, of course, won. Yeah, I think it's um, third, fourth and fifth are all on a run of three games without a win now. Yeah. Yeah. I think Um, West West Brom are nine points clear now. Of of third. third And Leeds are five points ahead of Fulham in third. Mm -hmm. So there's... Still plenty of time left for the classic Leeds wobble. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah. It still wouldn't surprise me, but I still think they will. Actually, I think I think most of the teams in there seem like they're quite capable of it. Like Fulham yeah. seem like they could wobble. Brentford drew at the they weekend. All do. Thing in there. they yeah, all I mean, they all look like they I could wobble. I don't think will. I think we'll have a relatively steady way to promotion as West Brom. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. They seem like they've. I wouldn't even put them in a playoff conversation no, at this point. Nine not. points is a long way there. Brentford are 100% at risk of losing two or three of their best players again. If they don't go up, yeah. But they're always so good at replacing them. Ollie Watkins scored an absolute banger a goal, didn't he? he? It was a really good goal. Chest and volley. Really nice one. Rifled at top corner. Uh, 2-2 draw. At the bottom, there are a couple of names down there that you may not expect to be down there considering their recent history. Former Premier League teams down there. Yeah, uh, Stoker down there, Middlesbrough down there. Huddersfield had an awful start to the season, didn't they? Yeah, they, did. they were bottom for a they while, were weren't they? so bad. bad. And then they Danny, bad. Danny Cowley's come in and sort of righted Cowley the brothers, shit a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're still, they're still in it, though. 
They are still um, down there. They're still in yeah. the scrap. But like you say, Huddersfield recently in it, Borough down there, always feel like Middlesbrough are still that Premier League team because you're so used to seeing them in the Prem when you were growing up. Unfortunately, they've got Tony Pulis, yeah. who, I, who I used to idolise, but has fallen on hard times recently. Yeah. Okay. So if I remember correctly... You said Tony Pulis committed crimes against football. Yeah, and then he got super mad at me, and now he's like... Oh yeah, he's fallen on some hard times recently. He has fallen on harder times yeah. recently. And, uh, I right, used to absolutely love him, mate. Trust oh, me. I when I was watching those West Brom sides, I used to love him it, so much. It came through when you when you came. You know what? You took me down throat. a couple of pegs after I had a go at you. You took me down a couple of pegs. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm on your I'm side. glad I can spread the good, the good <laughs> word. You know. Uh, um, yeah. That's about it for. Yeah. I for think the that EFL. brings us back to the top of the top of the pyramid. We're gonna give our predictions for the. Coming weekend? Yeah, I'll yeah, get the fixture list up and we'll go for it. Friday night is Norwich versus Leicester. Oof. So that's tight. Good game to start. 2-0 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leicester I'm going for. 3-0 yeah, Leicester. I'm also going to go 2-0 Leicester. Early kickoff on Saturday is Brighton versus Palace <laughs> at Brighton. Uh, it's going uh, to be both teams to score. Are you sure? Yes. Crystal Palace scored one in about six games. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going with 2-1 um, uh, Brighton. Patrick? I'm going to go 1-0 Brighton. I'll go 2-0 Brighton. I was going to go 1-0, but I'll change it. <laughs> Bournemouth, Chelsea. Oh, it's one of those ones where you... You know when you look at it like in a previous season... And you, you sort of say, oh, Chelsea have got it that. Is. And then Bournemouth just pull it out of the bag. Like it a miracle. is at Bournemouth as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's even more it's susceptible the to I um, don't think it will happen. I think Chelsea will win 2-0. No Desmond, 2-2. Two, two. Wow. Wow. I think 3-1 Chelsea. Just a couple of Harry Wilson free kicks straight Newcastle, into Kepa's hands, you know. Burnley. Newcastle, Burnley, that's 2-0 no Burnley. Actually, no, they're at St. James's Park. It's 1-0 Burnley. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. <laughs> one, one. They'll finally score a goal. Uh, <laughs> up at Newcastle. 2-1 Burnley. West Ham, Southampton. That is in Stratford. Yeah, we'll be avoiding that Saturday. <laughs> um, Ings to tear him apart. 2-0 Southampton. Oh, it's a hard one. I'm going to go with 3-0 Southampton. Help <laughs> It's a hard <laughs> one. I'm going to go for a 3 0. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm thinking way too much about it. <laughs> I'm going to go 2 1 Southampton. Yeah? Yes. Late kickoff Saturday is Watford versus Liverpool. 47 0 Liverpool. <laughs> no. Um, you did that joke last week. I know I did. And it wasn't funny that time <laughs> either. <laughs> um, uh, 3 0 Liverpool. I'm going 4 0. Yeah, they always bat Watford. Uh, 4-1 Watford might get a consolation hmm? Yeah. Uh, Sunday's games are Everton versus Man United that's actually quite a good game yeah Everton. that would be that really is, exciting that's a very good game I like that uh, and because we've said that 1-1 one, one. yeah I'll go 2-1 Everton I think um, they'll finally get a big result I'm going to agree i got a gut feeling that Everton's going to get a big result out of this one I'm also going to go 2-1 Everton and the last game <laughs> is 
Tottenham versus is it, Wolves. Is it just two games on Sunday? It's just one. It Tottenham will count. <laughs> Tottenham doesn't yeah, count. That's not a it's not a contest. That's not Wolves be a game. will win 2 now. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Wolves will. I think we'll draw 1 1 and we nicked you're the last minute home, winner against yeah. them, didn't we? Oh, wait, it was one of Mourinho's first ones. The suspense, Patrick. Because I'm, I'm having to think. There's a decision in there somewhere. Um, David Coutts on VAR. He's predicting the Tottenham Wolves <laughs> yeah. game. What's happening? Two on Wolves. Nice. Uh, oh, we might as well do the cup as well. Villa v Man City. I'm going to go for 4 0 Man City. Game. 2 0 City. 3 1 City. There's no need for them to overexert themselves. I'll, they I'll didn't be, need to I'll against nice. Watford last year and they decided to absolutely <laughs> ruin him. Oh, yeah, they did have. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to give Villa a goal. 3 1. Nice. <laughs> that about wraps it up then. Uh, we'll be back same time next week next Tuesday we'll be out at some point if you have any questions or anything you want us to talk about please yeah, let us know anything football related please that you think could be a good to topic we will cover it we're not begging but we're also begging we're not begging we just don't want oh, to have please. to think ourselves yeah I don't like it <laughs> too much okay. work thank you thanks bye